Hello everyone and welcome to Tornado Tag Radio here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Episode 100, the triple digits. We're going to talk about Raw, we're going to preview Hell in a Cell, we're going to talk about Smackdown Live, NXT, a couple of strange wrestling news notes, bunch of questions from Facebook and Twitter, but before I do that, I would like to welcome in first... The Scott Hall to my Kevin Nash, Marianne. Hi. And to round out the trio, the Hollywood Hulk Hogan to our outsiders, Mr. Kyle Hunt. Hey there, brother. Brother, brother. Welcome back, brother. I was going to be so (laughs) mad if you didn't start it with that. (laughs) It's a triple threat today, folks. And I should have just did uh, the actual triple threat, and I should have been in this business with fucking Shane Douglas, the sport of professional wrestling. That was pretty good. Thank you. That was excellent. You're the alive one, and we're the two dead guys. (laughs) Oh, shit. It's okay. Everyone in wrestling's dead. It's true. Well, that's our show. Good night, folks. (laughs) Episode 100. All your favorite wrestlers are dead. See you later. Um... How you guys doing? We're good. We're doing it live. <laughs> I'm so glad we're not actually. <laughs> Kyle, man, it's uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm I'm happy to be on the uh, 100th episode of TTR. Yeah. Uh, I wish that the current state of the uh, <laughs> mainstream programs was a little better. Well, I mean, we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll fucking talk about it. Oh, my goodness. Kyle has some feels. Marianne, how's it going? It's going really well. Um, I had a really busy day at work today. Yeah. Um, I went to a drag show in San Francisco on Sunday. I saw that. That was tons of fucking fun. Looked like... A time and a half. Yeah. My mom was all scared for me to go, even though it was like Castor District. And that's like the safest place in San Francisco you can to go. Yeah. But I was between two drag queens, both of them over six feet tall. And I was like, I'm not getting hurt. Yeah. I'll be fine. But they'll fight people to the death. And when I was leaving, the drag queen I went to see through ice at me and was like, get off my corner, you slut. Go home. And I went everywhere I go is a corner. <laughs> Everywhere I go is getting a, ice thrown at ev- me was great. Everywhere I go is a corner sounds like a Fallout Boy song. <laughs> it does, and I already don't want to listen to it. <laughs> I would probably listen to it. How have you lie. been? Uh, I've been good. I've been <laughs> sick. I am hopefully not going to have a crazy coughing fit like I did. Oh yeah, last episode and had to like run upstairs and all that good stuff. But uh, I just came back from Disneyland. It was a good time. All that good tell. stuff. Um, got a bunch of candy, and I'm ho- hopped up on sugar now. So pixie sticks, man. No pixie it. sticks. No pixie sticks. Very surprised. A lot of peeps, which Ew. I thought was very green peeps. Ew. Yeah, I think we threw them all out. Are you sure? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I didn't take it. I remember when I was in high school, my chemistry teacher told me she was like, "Peeps are like the worst thing because you can put them in the strongest kind of acid, and it takes them days." To oh, dissolve. I you said peeps? Peeps. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were talking about like people. Oh, like the peeps? Yeah. Like like Christian's peeps. Oh, like gotcha. his peeps. Kyle yeah. Kyle just on a roll right now. Lost, y'all. <laughs> but I'm lost. That's she fine. said it takes days for them to dissolve, and even then the eyes don't. That's 
that is frightening on like seven different kinds of makes sense though it days like in a cup and then it's just a little wax eyes are floating around and they don't dissolve and it's the fucking horrifying i still eat them though if i'm feeling like really low on life so you just eat something disgusting yeah all right that's fair enough and then i realize then i can't get any lower and things can't get worse and then it only goes up from there well all right logic work I think so. Okay. Let's start the show. Yeah, can we? Before Kyle, before <laughs> no, Kyle falls asleep. No, Speaking <laughs> of whatever, I have no segue. I was going to I can't remember what you... <laughs> disgusting acts. That's what it was. Speaking of disgusting acts, Seth Rollins uh, stole the list to start out... Disgusting. Monday Night Raw. The sparkle crotch thing. That joke was dead like right after it left his mouth before it hit the floor and yes. I already hate it. Uh, it... Yeah, Hashtag Sparkle Crotch. Continues on. Sparkle Sparkle Crotch lives in the hearts and minds of us all. And the Good deep, deep Lord. realms of the internet somewhere. Yes. <sighs> so um, basically just stirring the shit to start off Raw again. We had Enzo versus Carl Anderson. I didn't watch it. I'm a little disinterested in this club. Enzo and Cass feud. Really? Yeah, a little bit. We I, shouldn't be. I know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. They kind of, you know, they can kind of spar a little bit on the mic with one another because... Uh, Very true. Well, Enzo can go with anybody, but... Yeah. Um, they came out and they did a little spiel, Anderson and Gallows. stuff and things. And, and, and then, like, they did a, you know, classic build-up to, like, the tag match with the one-on-one, breaking it down before they go, it's okay. I mean, I'm excited. I think the tag match is going to be good. Yeah. I yeah. just, I, I feel like we should have had the blow-off already. Yeah. It kind of just feels like they don't know what to do with the club right now. Oh, we know that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we I talked mean, about it a little bit last week. Yeah. But, but um, Jericho was, again, the most entertaining thing. Yes. In my mind. He had a lot of great backstage stuff. He had the thing he always with, does. with Braun. Which is good and bad. That he's the most entertaining because yeah, because yeah. he's, he's amazing. I mean, it's great that he's like reinvented himself and there's not a lot of guys who've done it as yeah. many times that he hasn't been successful. But also. It's like you have like you got to lean old, on one that. Your, yeah. One of your oldest guys on the roster, your He's, best people is not a good thing. Got to lean on on the older I'm, older I'm, guy, which is not not usually a good thing. But I mean, I am entertained. I'm it's good just, for Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm just happy that the list is like a confirmed Horcrux now, though. Yes. The way he was describing it, I was like, oh, so it's his like, oh my god, it's a fucking Horcrux. <laughs> like, I just knew it immediately, like, whatever. It's and the list great. has a shirt now, which is great. Yeah, but the, it's not yeah. as good of a shirt as you had. Did I, did, did I tell you my plan? I wanted the shirt to be like, say, you, like, the list like, of Jericho, right? And you wants could a clipboard. write. You could, like, write <laughs> on the back of it. Oh, yeah, and they should they, well, they can still do sell it. that clipboard. Why not? Yeah, they should. I would buy one. WWE, yeah. come on, let's do it. Uh, we had... I I don't know why we had a non-title tag team match between the New Day and Cesaro and Sheamus. It doesn't matter though because it was good. It was good, yeah. Uh, yeah but I, I, we're just gonna have this match on. It's like reverse of what they usually do. It. I talk about the tag team thing later, like when we get to SmackDown. How uh-huh. SmackDown has more tag teams than they know what to do with. Yes, but um, yeah. I mean, we'll yeah, we'll get to SmackDown. I'm not down with the Sheamus Cesaro tag team. The WC, the 1993 WCW angle, <laughs> makeshift tag team, makeshift tag team, fucking ridiculous. Like, I don't know. I'm not into it, especially after the blow off from a seven. Yes, thing, and I, I think like, that was so fucking disappointing. I, I think that's actually the 
the reason why I don't dislike this so much. I just love how it's like week three and New Day is still putting over Cesaro yes. like a hard fucking core. I, I love that they lo- <laughs> that they love Cesaro and just hate Sheamus. They're like, oh my god, this guy's so bad. Like, yeah. I, I mean, <clears throat> also props to New Day for I don't know how long they've been together now. Probably almost two years. Yeah, and still super Fresh. super entertaining. Yes, yeah. it might be even longer than that. Could be, could it's, be. It doesn't, and that's what's that's what's interesting though is that it's been so long, but it doesn't feel like it has mm-hmm. been because they're so fresh all the fucking time. Yeah, but yeah, I just love how they put him over every week, and I'm like, oh, as they should. Yes, I, I bless just, you, Cesaro. Uh, the, I mean, we'll preview Hell in a Cell in a little bit, and we'll yeah. get to we'll revisit that match. But uh, Cesaro and Sheamus pick up the win here, a a clean win, I believe. Yes, yes. which is um, always good. And then our our next segment here was. Bailey versus Dana Brooke. We gotta get him to arm wrestle, damn it! Which was just I embarrassing. Uh, yeah, that. Thank you. That's basically it. Was embarrassing, and it was embarrassing for them because people were started chanting "boring." It was, and it was boring. Um, but like, imagine chanting "boring" at Bailey. My God, I know that's nutty. But it did when it showed that she hurt her arm. Yes. I went. I knew there was something weird about the last match. I knew there was something fucking weird. Yeah, I don't mind Dana Brooke either. Like as a heel, I don't mind her. Oh, she's, um, she's gotten so much better. Know, she's gotten yeah, she's gotten a lot better. I think she's, she's believable too. I think. Yeah, I, I agree. I think she's a better heel than fucking Natalia, who we will discuss <sighs> in a little bit. Here. Yay! <laughs> God, fuck. Next segment, we had Curtis Axel cutting a pretty. Decent promo in the one ring. of his best, if not his best, and calling out Bo Dallas. And uh, I would also like to point out Curtis Axel wearing proper ring gear this week. Thank God. So uh, yes, thank God. Not Please. many John Cena like fucking <laughs> looking gear. God, do you think they were like, we need you to put the trunks back on? He was like, fuck. <laughs> this is so easy though. I just wear shorts. <laughs> I like the green cargo, brother. <laughs> Yeah, so, like telling Kevin Owens to actually dress himself. Oh yeah, fucking. Well, weird. I mean, Kevin Owens is a lot more over than. Uh, yeah, very true. Than well, the axe yeah. man. Has the axe man ever been over? Yes. Briefly. When? When? Oh, when he was Hulk right Hogan now. for a while. When he was <laughs> well, when he was Hulk Hogan, and then when he was Axelmania. Axel, yeah, Axelmania. Axelmania. Yeah, oh my god, that was great. <laughs> then they ruined that. Um, so he fought Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas wins. Because, you know, can, that's stuff just... Stuff things happen. That's how it goes. Uh, we mentioned Braun having the list, and he's like, why isn't Sami Zayn on the list? Which I thought was confusing, because I'm pretty sure the list was around when Jericho fought Sami Zayn. So maybe maybe Braun can't read. Oh, my God. <laughs> Some story. He can't read. Do you, remember, do you remember when Eric Rowan's intro and all of that stuff, like the way it was done, it was almost like he was illiterate, even though he's supposed to be some kind of oh, genius. Like and, the whole video and everything was just done where it was... Yes, and then they did like the whole a child. Thing. They did the whole thing where he was like solving Rubik's cubes, and, and he, he was like, like a wine connoisseur. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Do you remember that? Eric that was, Rowan? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> brief. He was kind of smart. Yes, we had the Golden Truth taking on um, Shining the stars? new the new Forgettables, the Shining Stars. Oh, they were forgettable forever. So sad. It's yeah. so sad because they're a pretty good tag team. I like them. I do too. I think their their gimmicks fun or and good. i think they're a good tag team yeah but here we are just fighting golden truth who apparently are hanging out with mark henry now mark henry just mark henry needs something to do he does i agree 
So um, I believe Golden Truth win because... Uh, oh, and fucking... Uh, what's his name was out there, too? Titus O'Neil was out there in the... Some you know, space fillers. He did some stuff. I don't know. I yeah, don't care. they want matter. to be over so badly. All right, we, we need to talk about... <laughs> The co- the contract signing between Sasha Banks. Let's and- talk about the contract signing, John. <laughs> look at me in the eye. The longest. Marianne, fuck- look at me in the eye. John, look at me in the eye, and then we all look at each other in the eye <laughs> at the same time. We were dying. We were. Uh, it was like this is going to be very groundbreaking. You guys were like, but you gotta look at me in the eye. And I'm like, what is happening, <laughs> Mick Foley? He's trying to get him over really hard. My. Goodness. It was the longest thing. I had like the whole thing on mute, and I was like, "What is going on? How much time has passed? It Where was, is my life going?" It was like, very long. It was it so was, long, and it was just like, I, just the ramblings of an insane person. I could tell, and it was on mute. It was just like, and then it's like, Sasha, <laughs> my. Yeah. My family gave you the picture that Eddie Guerrero signed because they know how much. But you gotta look at me in the eye. It's like, what is happening? He's just fucking screaming. Charlotte, I know that you, your dad and me hated each other, but we wrestled in TNA for a little while. But that doesn't matter. Look at me in the eye. <laughs> I'm so confused. Fuck. So that happened. They signed the contract. Uh, nobody fought either. I don't think did they? I can't even remember because yeah, it was it was, just... it was a very civil contract signing. I. <sighs> That's why there was lots of yelling to make it feel like it was not civil. Oh my god, uh, the man with the plan. I'm about the plan. Thank you, Brian Kendrick. <laughs> takes on Rich Swan and um, pretty good match. It was very pretty and quick and. Can anybody actually believably hate Rich Swan? Because Corey sure can't. I can't. I can't handle this. Corey loves him. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to rain on everyone's parade. I like the Cruiserweight division. And I like the guys in it, but I'm not buying it yet for some reason. It you know what? I know that makes sense. We have a question about that later that you can uh, dive into. I'm a fucking oracle. A little more. Because I feel like I know exactly what you mean, and I might feel the same way. So we'll get to that. I just love Rich Swan because I met him and he's oh, fucking yeah, he's, awesome. He's cool. Yeah, no, he's <laughs> great. Uh, Braun Strowman taking on Sin Cara, but that what? match never happens because a wild Sami Zayn appears and they brawl. And also, I feel like we don't care. Now, this next <laughs> segment, the Heyman, the Heyman Brock segment. Now, weird. Ky- Kyle and I watched this segment, and I believe you had mentioned you read something about like Vince. McMahon, Vince, like it, Vince McMahon. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? Heard of him? Jesus yeah. Christ! Vince was not <laughs> happy with how the segment went, and we watched the segment, and we both said, "Oh, yeah, I can see why because everyone's chanting for." But I also pointed out that it's in Brock's hometown. Yeah, exactly. What the fuck did they expect? Like, oh, Paul Heyman's so great, he can get them to boo Brock. No, that shit ain't gonna happen. Yeah. No. And I don't think, I think Paul was just very, for some reason, taken back by it. Yeah, he was like at a loss for words. He's like, fuck, what do we do? And you can see him, he was talking to Brock like mouth and stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know what he was saying, but like, <laughs> it was. It was bad. It just ended. When Paul Heyman's flustered, things are wrong. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Like, he just, like, the segment just, like, randomly ended. Yeah. And he was like, they kept chanting for Brock. And then, I mean, he had, he had a little bit of Goldberg chance, but like. Yeah. 
not like what they wanted. Vince is mad. Abort, abort. <laughs> yeah, bas- that's basically yeah. what they did. That's yeah. basically, yes, what they did. Play the music, damn it. God damn it, he's walking around in the office. like. <laughs> then we had the main event, which I feel was, wasn't this last week's main event too? I didn't give a fuck. We fast forwarded. We didn't watch it. <laughs> it was Jericho, Owens, and Rollins. In, in it was sh- like a shitty version of a handicap match without calling it a handicap yes. match. Because uh, Rollins, I believe, came out on top. I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. Hell in the Cell, guys, is this Sunday. And on paper, looks like a hoot. A hoot. I feel like there's a butt coming. And a half. No, there's no butt. Oh. So no, it looks really good, actually. So let's let's run it down here. Maybe get some predictions about what we think is going to happen. The pre-show, we got the uh, the CWC stars here. We got Cedric Alexander, Lindsay Dorado, and Sin Cara. <laughs> Sin Cara. Taking on Tony Nese, Drew Gulak, and Arya Davari. Should be a fun match if they let them. I mean, they'll let them do whatever they want until one of them just gets really hurt so that's uh, just a crowd pleaser get the crowd Gulak, going. Gulak's a death match guy so be careful guys he's just gonna <laughs> bring some barbed wire <laughs> fuck some people up death match drew we have bailey versus dana brooke in a match match i guess you know, bailey's gonna win this i'd be very surprised if she did not it's her first paper no technically it's her second right yeah because she fought with sasha Enzo Cast versus Gallows and Anderson. I think it'll be a good match. Mm-hmm. I think Gallows and Anderson need a win, like real bad. Yeah, yeah, like real bad. Where are they in this for this pay per view? Do we know? Nah, that's a good question. Are they back east? I have no idea. I'm not sure where they are. Neither am I. Uh, the New Day versus Cesaro and Sheamus for the Raw Tag Team Championship. There's no way that the New Day loses. It'd be funny if they did, though. That'd be fucking hysterical. Actually, it would be pretty funny, but I feel like they're so close to... Yeah, no, they're going to win. They, ha- they have to beat this demolition record. And basically, if they win this, they probably aren't going to defend the tag titles until after Survivor Series. So they'll be in the clear, pretty much. I think they're like... 40 days away from it something like that fuck if i know it's i'm crazy. wondering how the how cesaro and Sheamus are gonna lose probably via their own stupidity yeah but i'm trying to figure out who's gonna lose it for them um, but I hope it's it'd probably be Seamus. okay shame shame I, you didn't plug the freaking facebook live thing last week did you watch it oh no i didn't you watch need it. To fuck. it's so funny i didn't watch it it's so funny <laughs> I was, was I was best. gone for five days. He's the fucking best in that. And I tried to watch wrestling on vacation. I just was like, I can't do this right I, now. I, I can't. <laughs> TJ Perkins defending the Cruiserweight Championship against the Brian Kendrick. This should be good, I think. Yeah, I think this should be a pretty good match. The other matches they've had have been pretty good. I just wonder, is there any chance Brian Kendrick wins this championship? I think there is, but no. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they need to build up that Perkins is a is a good champion and they need to build up the the belt a little more. I feel like they need to build up the division. Yeah. Well, yes, we we'll get to Yeah, that. we'll get to that. That's what I'm thinking. I'm just like I'm just not I don't know, they could yeah. pull fast when Kendrick did lose on Monday, so they could do Very that. true. Mm-hmm. Very true. And he also did spend time trying to train Eva Marie, so he they should give mm-hmm. him the belt. I feel like that's a punishment. For sure. Yeah. True. <laughs> true. We have Sasha Banks defending the Raw Women's Championship in a Hell in a Cell against apparently now calling herself Charlotte Flair. It's all over the place. 
going by the full name now. It's a reverse of what we usually do. We're adding names right? on. Yeah, we're, exactly. We're adding them now. Here's what I hope happens in this match. I and I'm halfway joking. I hope no one dies. <laughs> in the girls or in yes. all of them? Halfway no, joking in the girls one. Yeah, especially Sasha. She feels like she feel like she flops around very easily. And well, and fucking Charlotte. Doing them. Charlotte did that crazy corkscrew moonsault, moonsault to the outside. So I mean, she landed it, but I mean, fucking. I just, re- I really, I, fingers crossed, no injuries. That's what I'm, yeah, I'm Sasha, hoping for. Sasha likes to pull some flying squirrel bullshit. Yes. Yeah, and then lay land on her neck. Yeah. Yeah. So. And with a, like, with a hell in a cell, there's lots of, like, opportunities to get your hair caught and things. Oh, fuck. I didn't even think about that. That's the biggest thing that I thought of. I went, oh, fuck. Do you think one With all of their them, weaves? Yeah. Good lord. <laughs> Heloise. Uh, I think Sasha Heloise. retains. Hopefully, I mean, if not, then Charlotte's just going to lose it on Monday Night Raw, like she always does. Yes, oh well, <laughs> that could happen. That's too. also the the storyline is that Charlotte doesn't; she hasn't lost a pay, a pay per view. I wouldn't be surprised if Charlotte wins. I mean, I told you how they want to make her like a twenty million time yeah. women's champion, probably. Oh yeah, I could see that for sure. We have Roman Reigns defending the United States Championship against Rusev, who is at uh, Thursday Night Football right now. Is he really oh, just hanging Tennessee out? Guy. American football. That was his tweet. Give Rusev the championship back because uh, I find him to be very entertaining. He well, does well with the U.S. title. Yes, he's he does. effortlessly entertaining. Yes, uh, Roman. I mean. But then it's like, what do you do with Roman? I think this will be a good match. I think it'll be fucking brutal. Bury him. Bury him. <laughs> Bury him, brother. Uh, Kevin Owens defending the Universal Championship. This could be fucking great. Against mm-hmm. Seth Rollins. I... Seth like I worry for the safety of, of the women's match. I worry for the safety of Seth Rollins because he is also a fucking maniac. Mm-hmm. But I think this match is going to be great. I mean, you feel like three Hell in the Cells might be overkill, but I look at it and I go, I'm totally fine with this happening. Because they're so different yeah. that it's not going to be like the same thing over and over. Yes. And sense. it's a gimmick pay-per-view, brother. Fuck Very it. Very true. Very true. So there you go. That's uh, Hell in the Cell this Sunday, nine ninety nine and such. SmackDown Live. Still the A-show? Is it still the A-show? Mm, mm. I don't know, man. Hmm. I feel like it's it's was the A show for a while. I don't know. This Gene Zeller's shit has got to go. I don't get. <laughs> we'll get to that. Well, man. I mean, I, I feel like we need to grade on a curve. Now. I don't know if you if you saw, but James Ellsworth, he's gonna be he's gonna be around for a little while. I think he uh, he's the new Barry Horowitz. Yeah, you know, I don't know about signing Colt Cabana. He said a couple things about, it, but this James Ellsworth guy, he's got so much to offer. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Shoot WWE. Week. <laughs> Every week. So we open up with Am- Dean Ambrose <laughs> and James Ellsworth. Ellsworth says, Hey, thanks for helping me out last week. Let me be in your corner. And Dean says, That was not the beginning. Yeah, it was. Oh. I literally just watched it. Okay. Because I remember <laughs> seeing that and I was late watching it. That's why I'm confused. Because he went back to him later. Okay. And, and he said, Come on, please. And he's like, All right, fine. Uh, we open <laughs> we open the show with Bray Wyatt versus Kane, and it's apparently show stealer. It's a it's a no DQ match, and uh, Orton comes out to make the save for for Kane, but then RKO's 
cane okay and leaves do your thing randy i'll be over here not caring and then he did a little interview backstage and by a little interview i mean the the person interviewing him said randy fuck the heck was that dude and then he's just stared at the camera for really a while awkwardly and then said if you can't beat him join him and that was the segment and now so, his na- name is randy wyatt randy wyatt i hope <laughs> randall he, randall <laughs> randall Wyatt. i hope he grows like a crazy beard <laughs> and just starts wearing overalls with like snake print overalls <laughs> There we go. Oh, that would be so fucking awful. Uh, AJ Styles says James Ellsworth looks like a melted action figure, and I, I agree. agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, we had an in-ring segment with Becky Lynch and Alexa Bliss. Kind of watched it a little bit. It um, seemed to drag on. Oh yes, and it ended with um, Alexa given. Bexter, the old Hogan Macho Man spray paint job with the yellow streak down the back. Alexa's on my shit list because she insulted Renee and I went, oh, bitch. Oh, she did insult Renee? Bitch. Oh, fuck no. That scoffing during her in-ring work is like her version of Bray Wyatt laughing like really awkwardly as filler. I love Alexa Bliss. She's on my shit list. It's she has fine. a lot of potential, but she's, she's very shallow when it comes to performing. Like, she's it's like, on a different list for it's me. Like when she's, Not the shit uh, list. It's like watching <laughs> somebody do a cold read during an audition. Oh, all right. That's she's fair. That's so fair. I, tons of potential, but very shallow. I mean, she's on the DTF list. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm looking at, <laughs> I'm looking at uh, and it's like. It's, I was waiting for somebody like, to just so call sad. the list what it is. Because like, I, I love. Becky. You just made the list. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if if this was the Attitude Era, that would be it. <laughs> you just ge- made the list. I'm a genius. You are a genius. My goodness. Uh, welcome back, Kyle. Yes, welcome back. <laughs> uh, we had uh, the Hype Bros who uh, entertain me more and more every week. Mojo Raleigh is an adorable idiot. <laughs> Mojo's the best. He's great. I love Mojo. They took on the Ascension, and it was a Survivor Series qualifying match. So whoever won became part of the SmackDown versus Raw tag team, and apparently Heath and Rhino are already on that team. So I, I'm just waiting for Mojo to get so excited that he like breaks something and or hurts himself, but not in like a bad way. I need some more smooth Mojo promos, like you know the ones where he was like getting on this one, the one knee that's got his leg out. Like, yes, where he's all cool and so on. That's the best. <laughs> and he's not like a cracked out party monster. Well, I'm okay with that too. But, like, <laughs> I prefer smooth Mojo. Of, smooth, of, smooth, of the mojos. Mojo. <laughs> smooth Mojo. Uh, Hype Bros get the win. They are going to Survivor Series. We have a Daniel Bryan Natalia segment where Natalia goes. I want to be the leader of the SmackDown women's people at the thing. And Daniel Bryan goes, oh, my God, you're so terrible. But you're you're going to have a match with Nikki Bella next. And whoever wins is the captain of that team. But whoever loses isn't going to go to Survivor Series. And I went, oh, my God. And you, you could tell on her face she went, oh, that won't be me. Like <laughs> 
fucking well, suck. spoiler alert, it was her. <laughs> she lost, and I was very happy. Daniel Bryan doesn't even need to say you fucking suck and we hate you. It just is written all over his face. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, Carmella attacks Nikki after her victory, and Dude. you know, as usual, I like that they're just trying to be like, we need to make. Carmella as unlikable as possible. Dude, she's a good heel. Yeah. Her Bella Buster reminded me of that cartoon, like the Gummy Bears one after they drink that cracked out juice and are bouncing around. Yes. That's what it looked like. Gummy Bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. Another reason I think I hate Natalia is her entrance like the first few seconds remind me of the colony and then I remember that it's the WWE and it's going to be followed by disappointment and then it is. Wow. Natalia full of disappointment no just not this shoot with natalia her her sharpshooter i is it just it's it's bad yeah it's pretty she looks like when you take your dog for a walk and it decides to just take a shit on a corner in front of everyone wow (laughs) oh my god it does natalia is a sponsor of ours too by the way Yeah, I was gonna announce that she's she sponsoring looks like a dog, like episode fucking hell one hundred, and now that's you ruined it. You ruined it. You ruined it. Would now be an inappropriate time to say I'm gonna start a score sheet of just Maroonalo's like obscure dad joke references. Yes, don't you dare. <laughs> I don't know what I'll call it though. He like is the Maro pe- monitor, the patron saint. <laughs> true he could I, I don't care he could make all the references he wants no i don't care either just want to make a list of how many there are he's also a sponsor <laughs> he, yes god so many sponsors we add a ms spirit squad dolph ziggler heath slater rhino segment where everyone just made fun of each other did you see Corey gray's tweet i did not he said kenny from the spirit squad is like the new left shark Always a half step off with those cheers. Oh my god, Corey Graves. Spirit Squad needs to go. It's run its course already. Oh my Lim god, and James Ellsworth needs to hit the road. Oh my god, what if James Ellsworth became the leader of the Spirit? That's genius. Perfect. We're done. <laughs> people, I think people are waiting for. They're like, when is James Ellsworth going to be like turn heel and be like i beat aj styles twice i'm fucking great and then just lose every match for the rest of time that would be so funny like a cocky heel like he has a a fucking vest and sunglasses he's in the bullet club he's in the (laughs) he's in the club (laughs) he does the double fingers (laughs) he's two sweeting people he's on bronze shoulders like dude what if What if Braun became as heavy? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, see, you could do stuff with, with little James Ellsworth. He's got two two fists. And no That's chin. all you need. <laughs> That's all you need in life. Uh, we had Heath Slater and Rhino defending against the Spirit Squad. Um, Heath and Rhino won, so there you go. I was watching it. It made me so unreasonably nervous. I was like, please don't let it end this way. And then they retained, and I went, oh, thank God. No, they're going to they're gonna hold those <laughs> titles up through Survivor Series, at least, because they're on the team already, I would assume. I'm going to assume the Spirit Squad are going to lose a qualifying match here, and then they're just going to be gone, I, maybe. We'll I feel see. like Heath is just going to run in and save everyone when he feels like they need to be saved. Like that one <laughs> friend who's always there for you, but you don't want them to be. <laughs> Heath? He's just like, please, please. I, I mean, I need help, but not from you. Like that kind of person. Speaking of people that don't need help from other people, our main event was 
Dean Ambrose uh, with James Ellsworth in his corner taking on the WWE champion, the phenomenal AJ Styles. Uh, I thought this was a pretty good match. I mean, they've wrestled... Near falls for everybody. Yeah, they've wrestled 18 million times yeah. together. This match, I mean, was it was, you know... Is the match that they usually have. Like, I think he's so goddamn underrated in terms of ability. I say this while wearing a Dean Ambrose sweatshirt and Dean Ambrose sweats. But I his I love his character, but sometimes I feel like it gets so hectic that it almost makes him messy with his work. Does that make sense? Yeah, and he does that fucking clothesline thing too. Yeah, much. that being well, his rebound clothesline was actually really cool that week. It was, but, but he does it too much. Yeah, well, yeah, he has like three moves that he does way too much. It's his Superman punch. Basically. Holy shit, it is. And yeah. then he does the suicide. Yeah, everything. I could just list it. But he did that being said, he did so much better this week in that match. Like there was just so much more versatility in there. And you know why? Yeah, because he had James Ellsworth at ringside to True. cheer him on. Yeah, but also, I, I, I'm sorry, yeah. go for it. It's almost like creative. It's like, here, Dean, you've dealt with some real shit stuff before. Take this weird guy, see what we can do with him. That kind of thing. You did, you squirted ketchup yeah. at Randy Orton. You can handle this, <laughs> like that kind of shit. Whatever. I'm kind <laughs> of over Dean Ambrose right now. He's not entertaining enough for me. My, I understand. And James God. Ellsworth is making him. What are you talking? <laughs> he's uh, we talked about this before, John. Yeah. Where we're like, he uh, he's a guy who's like really been hurt by the censorship portion. I mean, not that he needs to like curse all the time or anything like that, but yeah. like you know, just, just the fact let him be homicidal. It's just he's it's like he's too goofy now, and it's I yeah. don't know. It's just I I agree. Because what was I watching where it was saying how, oh, it was uh, an episode of Up, Up, Down, Down where they were talking about, uh, Enzo was talking about how he had such a hard time when he was first taking, when he was first starting on doing promos and not cussing. Mm. (laughs) And how he now, he won't and he can't, obviously. And he was like, I've never cussed even doing it, but it was so hard for me at first. And I feel like that's a huge thing for Dean is it's really hard for him to go from doing like the crazy ridiculous crap that he was doing back in like 2011 to like now yeah and it's just really i mean personally it's like he could do it but i guess they don't have the proper thing for him. well like, and he's a face they never know what to do with him and he's a face which too. is crazy baby yeah, faces don't curse come on yeah well i mean yeah he curses he in a john cena way but yeah a baby face so. it's okay dean you don't come become magically irrelevant by losing this though so AJ Styles does a basement drop kick onto James Ellsworth on the outside. <laughs> uh, James Ellsworth becomes enraged and hits him with the Nochin music. I actually think this he has an he has a pretty decent super kick. He did Dude, one last yeah. week. Dude, the one he did, did you watch last week's? I don't think so. He, John died. I I watched that. Ma- I lost my you mind. You texted me in all caps. He <laughs> he super kicked AJ. It was like. A fucking really good one, and then like the nearest fall of all time. But it it was I know I'm like he's not gonna win, but it was like I was in hilarious. It. He hit him with it real good. That's funny. So he's got a good super kick. He super kicks AJ Styles, and my favorite part is usually the the ref would ring the bell right away, but everyone was just like, "Why did he do that?" <laughs> Like you, I'm looking right at him. This, the watching him just standing there and then shaking and then like not knowing what I was like, what am I witnessing? This is the weirdest fucking thing. So AJ Styles <laughs> wins via disqualification, which means Dean Ambrose is not the number one contender. Next week is going to be great because James Ellsworth is probably like going to buy him flowers and like a teddy bear and chocolate that says like I'm sorry. 
That's cute. That's what's going to happen next week. I cannot wait. On the A Show, SmackDown Live. (laughs) The A Show. It's still better than Raw, right? Yeah. I don't know. Well, because on. Are we neck and neck now, you think? Well, it's closer on Raw. For me, on Monday when I turned on Raw, I turned on the TV and there was a Lord of the Rings marathon on. And I pained me, physically pained me to change the channel to watch Raw. If that does not tell you my current feelings on Raw over SmackDown. I'm still more excited to watch SmackDown, honestly. Yeah. Because you never know what you're going to get with SmackDown. Yeah. I know, like, when we open Raw, we're going to get, like, yeah, a 20-minute talk. It would have been cool if Raw merged with Lord of the Rings and we saw (laughs) Gandalf versus Braun Strowman. That would have been great. You shall not pass. I miss Damien Sandow. (laughs) Who else would do it but Damien Sandow? Curtis Axel. Let us The X-Men. Let us move on to NXT. We opened the show with uh, Team DIY, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, taking on Ho Ho Lun and uh, D- Bing. I can't tie tie and Bing. He's tall. He's like six. What is he? Six three. Good lord. Yeah, he's pretty tall. Man is gigantic. This was a Dusty Rhodes tag classic first round matchup. It was all right. I'm mean, not down with DIY as a tag team. Hot take. We're there. Hot take. I like them both as singles competitors. I just don't want them to be a tag team. And Ho Ho Line is fucking garbage. And you should have never been in the goddamn Cruiserweight Classic. <laughs> Say something. Wow. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> My goodness. Hot, like nobody would because everybody agrees. Hot takes a plenty. I know some people online that uh, like Ho Ho Line. I just wonder if he's shitty here. I think he's just shitty here. He sucks, John. All right. That's fine. American Ho Ho Line sucks, okay? Wow. Uh, DIY win via I I don't know if this is the name of their finish but if it is I'm pretty down it's, uh, I think they said meet in the middle so like this the super kick and the knee. high knee in the middle oh, puns you guys meet in the middle I like it I'm fine with it we had Aaliyah versus Billy Kay and I just um I like Aaliyah I think she's improved a lot she yeah has, yeah um I we've said that a couple of times uh-huh. on the show Billy Kay and girl she is with who Pey- is she with Peyton Royce Peyton no that's is it Peyton Royce yes yeah. Peyton Royce I'm yeah you know I wasn't into it at the beginning of the match but then when they got all mean and oh and, yeah and beat the nasty shit out of at the end I think that was like oh, kind of N- believe it the new nasty Billy Kay yeah. Uh, Liv Morgan out with the distraction helps Aaliyah with, with the win. Liv Morgan, the worst name of all time. Basically. The name that tries the hardest. More maybe than Apollo Crews. Wow. Is, does it try harder than uh, Noah Pachas? Which is <laughs> no, probably... that wasn't trying at all. <laughs> <laughs> that name is terrible. Pachas. If we're ranking Pachis. names, where's, where's Oni Lorcan on that list? Oni Lorcan's the worst name. <laughs> Pretty bad. That is just... How he they let him get away with that is unbelievable. Why would you make him change it from Biff Busick to that? Oni Lorkin. So they could go, Oni. That's the only reason they did that. It's terrible. Because he's obsessed with Star Wars, so he thinks it sounds like a Jedi's name. It's so fucking bad. Yeah, and he's like non-existent now on NXT pretty much. Basically. (laughs) How how did he not get in the fucking tag classic with somebody? They couldn't have thrown him in there. He's great. Good lord. Yeah, Bip Busick is great. But he's just chilling right now. Ty Gillinger takes on Noah Ponches or whatever. Ponches! Just a fucking terrible name. Change your name. Like, that does not, like, I don't hear that name and go, future 
intercontinental champion. I, I just this is a jobber. You're a jobber. You get look at it name. and then you get too confused when you say it. And if that that's that's a bad thing. Ty Jittlinger, as uh, you said last night, Kyle uh, needed a match like this. Yeah, where he just showcases a superstars match. A superstars match. Uh, I believe we get a little interview after that, and Bobby Roode attacks, and that match should be great. I'm excited. Did he attack him on his Lazy Susan? I wish he did. (laughs) (laughs) On the Lazy Susan. If he just wheeled around on like a fucking like. Just just rotating down the ring. (laughs) Just has wheels. It's just rotating him. On like a little, like what do they call the hovercraft scooter He should get a Pope mobile that does that. Oh my God. That's genius. They (laughs) should make the uh, WrestleMania cart into that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And it just takes it down to the, in like bulletproof glass and he's just like spinning around. Perfect. (laughs) You heard it here first, folks. When that happens. When that happens, here we are. Oscar uh, takes on Thea Trinidad, former TNA knockout, uh, beats her very soundly. Yes. And a wild William Regal appears and says, Oscar, hey, um, you've like beat the shit out of everybody. So I found somebody for you to like Samoa fight. Samoa Joe. <laughs> you know what's funny? I said that last night. Really? And here comes Samoa Joe. And then he just comes out and they just beat the and shit out of each Oscar other. And Oscar wins. And they just kick the shit out of each other. So uh, William Regal announces that Mickey James is going to be, well, I mean, she does a little like promo. Mickey James is going to fight Oscar at NXT TakeOver. Pretty cool. That is very cool. We have a question about that later, so we'll get more in-depth. A lot of questions. We had TJP and Kota Ibushi taking on Lince Dorado and Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali is great. Yeah, I like him a lot. He, I feel like he should be in place of Arya Davari on the main roster. The kid can go. He's very, very good. Looking. He's very, very good wrestler as well. <laughs> Which is I find we him were. very attractive. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Look oh, Kyle. at that. This match was pretty good, too. I thoroughly enjoyed it. TJP and Kota Ibushi come out on top. I believe they take on Sanity in the next round. So we'll see where that goes. Mm-hmm. And that Watch was that, that, were, that was all the shows. So let's get to some, some news. And I actually have to pull up a picture because Kyle told me he did not see... Austin Aries' eye. Oh, so last what night, what a pretty eye it is! Is it still in his face? Uh, kind of. This isn't CZW, of course it so, is. So, uh, if you haven't seen this picture, uh, first of all, it's it's a little graphic. I'm pulling it up right now to show Kyle. He uh, Austin Aries was in a tag match, and he and Nakamura were going at it. And, oh my god! So I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you the picture right now. Holy shit. Oh, man. That is really bad. Yes. Holy moly. All right. I'm going to take it away now. Look at how happy he is, though. That's all that matters. That's like... <laughs> you, can't, you can't see out of that shit. No. It's up. like swollen shut. And, man, he just he got laid out by Nakamura. Like, he got kicked right in the face. And Nakamura was going for the Kinsasha. And the ref was like... No, please stop. He's, stop, he's already dead. He's already dead. So Austin Aries' eye is all fucked up. Apparently he's going to be fine, they said. But like you look at that picture and it's like, no, he's not. His Where is his eye? It's I want just, to hear Corey Graves. 
You want to hear him? I just want to hear what he says. About his eye? Mm-hmm. We'll see. Or just in the commentary part Well, yeah, because we got to figure out when we're going to do the Roderick Strong Austin Aries uh, versus TM61 match now. Because mm-hmm. they haven't filmed that yet. And I'm pretty sure they were going to do that relatively mm-hmm. soon. He should wrestle with an eye patch. Oh, <gasps> my God. Pirate Aries. I Austin Birchall. Austin Birchall. Perfect. Oh, my God. So there you go. Austin Aries' eye. It's all fucked up. Uh, and then speaking of Shinsuke, it came out today that he's he's basically the face of NXT going forward, so don't expect him to get called up anytime soon. Yeah, they need to put butts in the seats, y'all. Fine with it. I'm fine with it. Also that. Vince McMahon was asked during a WWE earnings call if he would ever, and I actually didn't finish writing this note, he was asked if he would be willing to sell the company, and he said, we're open for business. Wow. And someone said, even if, well, what if it was more of like, because he was like, well, I don't know. We're we're always open for business, but I would have to see how much control we would lose and how much we would sell. And someone said, well, what if, and he said, but we're open for business. And they said, but what if you like retain creative control, but somebody else buys the company and he just repeated, we're open for business. So they said, if somebody wants to offer to buy them, they'll listen. You think like Disney would ever buy them or anything like that? I think that would be terrible. That would be, imagine. I, I would not be surprised. Or Universal. Universal might. I would see Universal. They're already partners. Yeah. I'd see Universal buying them before Disney. I don't think Disney... Has Disney ever been in the fucking wrestling business? No. Well, WCW. Does that count? Were they? Well, they just filmed it on their, oh, lot, yeah, they on their f- lot. Yeah, they filmed it on their lot. So they were partners kind of at one point. What, what if ES, well, ESPN's a part of Disney? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'll see. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I don't think... Uh, and the only reason I'm talking about this is because I just watched the Eric Bischoff documentary on on the network for 9.99. Oh, it was really good. You guys should check it out. But they were talking about WCW, him trying to buy WCW at the very end there. Yeah. And then when Turner was like, "Well, we don't want wrestling on our fucking network at all anymore." Yeah. And then they're like, "Well, it's worth nothing now." So I mean, and he was Eric Bischoff was saying essentially like. Well, you know, it's the right thing that Vince won because they're an entertainment company. They're their own company and stuff like yeah. that. And if, if it would have gone the other way, we wouldn't have any of this stuff that we have today. It would all be it would all would have been gone. Like, yeah. So there, I guess that's your sh- that's your long answer there. Exists. You shouldn't. They should be there. Don't own sell Vince. Don't do it, Vince. Even if it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> lose lose. You're our piece of shit, Vince. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speaking of huge piles of shit. Speaking of shit. Billy Corgan, it takes Dixie Carter to court, y'all. And I started making bullet points about this. And this is such a shit show. I couldn't even get through it. Uh, that's the only note I have is he they're in court right now. Um, it's just a fucking mess. Like, uh, this is just like, here's all of our bullshit and terribleness. And th- we could see the end. the The end of this lawsuit is going to happen. They said by the end of the month. So oh by God. Halloween, we might know the fate of TNA. I don't Jesus. know what's going to happen with this judge ruling, but 
Billy Corgan seems to think that TNA God. lied to him about some stuff hmm. about financial this, stuff. This and shady. I wrote down on my notes. Let John talk about that. Let John try and attempt I to couldn't. explain what's going on. That's why I said trying to. Yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll throw some link to some documents in the show notes, and mm. you you can have you at can it. Dig through. Yeah, I mean, basically, this shit is they're going under. Yeah, though, right. Yeah. Yeah. Bummer for all the people they signed. In layman's terms. Yes. Yeah. So, well, I mean, who knows um, what's going to happen, but it's going to happen soon. It's going to happen real soon. Uh, The Headbangers are coming back to SmackDown Live next week for a Survivor Series qualifying match. So they'll just be there to put somebody over. They were working kind of stiff last time. Didn't they give some heath a they bloody did. nose they did. and rhino and yeah. shit like they that? They busted them both open. What? So uh, we'll see what happens there. I wonder who they will be facing. or I wonder who will be moving on to Survivor Series, basically. Is that all the news? Okay. All of it? We what? have a metric fuck ton of questions. So here we go. Are we ready? Yes. Holland oh. asks, do you have, and this actually relates to, are, are we all this going? Is a person or a country? Hall, it's both. <laughs> wow. Are we all going to NXT tomorrow? Yes. I'm going to NXT. I am also going to, okay, so we're all going to NXT. His question is, do you have a story about one of your favorite nights attending a live wrestling show? Hmm. Anybody. I feel like this would be an appropriate time to say I will be sitting with Holland tomorrow. Oh, you will? Yes. <laughs> Oh, well, maybe I'll Holland. get to meet Holland Got tomorrow. Got my bitch ass a ticket. Oh, look at that. Um, but yeah, you guys answer that first while I stew in my own thoughts. Kyle, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? You can go first. Uh, so I went to a Monday Night Raw in high school, and I went with... I had floor tickets with um, one of my friends, and then she brought her friend who was blind, who just loved loved wrestling. And I had to do commentary the entire time. And (laughs) it was a lot of fun because she sat next to me and she's like, can you tell me what's happening? I was like, sure. So that was like my first time doing like commentary and what's happening. And it was also the night that they had, um, I think it was, it might have been a one-on-one match between, it was Devon Devon Dudley no, it was a triple threat match. It was between Devon Dudley, I want to say Matt Hardy, somebody else. I can't remember Christian who it was. Christian or Edge, something like yes. that. Yes, and whoever won that match would be the number one contender for the tag titles against, I think it was the New Age Outlaws at the time, I think. And Devon won, and then they ended up, that's when they first won the tag titles was that match. And I got to see S.A. Rios. And Lita for like the first time. Um, it was a lot of fun. I'd say other than that, I went to a, I think it was a, uh, no, it was a Raw as well. And that's when I saw probably one of the best live matches I had seen at the time between Edge and Randy Orton for the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, cool. And that's when we met Randy Orton, I think the next day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, hey, that was the best live match I ever saw. And he said, thanks. And then we took a picture. It's a true story. True story. Uh, what about you guys? Live wrestling 
shows and bola was pretty cool i was i was gonna say is this going indies as well i say anything pwg that i've seen has just been it tops itself like every time like every time i don't know i can't even think of anything so in just specific, the, the it's pwg just experience no just getting going to pwg and getting to see all of the people that i watch like on dvd and on network stuff like in real life like finally yeah. is just an amazing feeling like obviously crying when i saw chuck taylor in person all right, we a get low it. point but yeah no wh- how many minutes is it in that's the first time i mentioned it 56 minutes yeah okay we're a good. new record kyle your turn <laughs> um i think a couple of them um, kind of stand out was first event i ever went to in the year 1990 yeah. or 89, one of the two. Uh, one of those years I was alive. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cow uh, Palace, Hogan versus Mr. Perfect and the genius Lanny Poffo in yeah. the handicap match. And uh, I was like six years old and I was like really scared at first when everyone was coming. And then the, scared Kyle. I was all scared. <laughs> we were like, we had great seats. We were like no more than like 10 rows back. And, uh, my brother, my oldest brother had, was in photography at the time in high school and he had a camera and he took all these great pictures and shit and like he had one where Hulk was, because he stood on, yeah, yeah. He was pointing straight at him because yeah. he, was, he was standing on top of his chair. Uh, that was really great. That was a great, uh, that was my first one. So that was always, a, you know, a yeah. memory. And then um, the indie show, when you and me went to APW at the garage. I was going to mention that if you didn't mention it. With fucking AJ. Surprise AJ Styles. And surprise Chris Daniels. Yes. Fuck. Yeah, that was that great. Was, and we were like, what, second or third row? Yeah, just right losing there. our minds. Robert Thompson retires. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was a great. lot of fun. That was great. I'd also say we went to the Cow Palace. and yeah, we, we had really good seats. I think my sister got me those seats. House show, I think? It was a house show. We saw Gail Kim. That, that was, was like, like one, one of the first times we heard about Gail Kim. Yeah, we did. Um, did we ever. Yeah, right. You just made the list. <laughs> um, <laughs> Waiting for it. <laughs> oh man that's the new segment i i just <laughs> the like the other list oh my fucking god they i just i just love it going to indie shows and seeing so many people and then just you feel really lucky because you get obviously closer seats and like a first-hand experience and then you get to see yeah. them grow like you guys like you've seen like what you just mentioned aj styles and you've seen daniel bryan and all those people yeah. and then you get to look at them later and it's like i got to see them like forever ago you we know? knew them when yeah exactly yeah, it's, it's just a really it's a really fun experience to go and just witness that stuff and it's kind of like a hidden gem almost that people don't really appreciate as much as they should if that makes sense no that makes sense yeah uh, indie wrestling y'all holland also asks any advice for anyone starting a wrestling podcast, and my advice is uh, don't fucking do it. <laughs> I was going to say, shut the fuck up, Holland. I know there was an asterisk <laughs> next to that question. There was. Uh, I don't know. If you like wrestling and you like talking about it with your friends, fuck it. Go but you have it. to also be funny. So if you think the Big Bang Theory is funny, then don't do it. Yeah, Holland. I don't know if you like I'm the not Big judging Bang Holland. Theory. Holland has great taste in food, and that's all that matters. <laughs> Dan, he does. Fuck. <laughs> you guys are probably going to get some epic food tomorrow, and I'm going to be like, you guys aren't invited. Pissed. Go. I'll do what I want. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. Dan. Hey, Dan. Which Dan? Dan is a Yeti. Okay. Or is not? Is it? Is a Yeti. He's Canadian. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, Dan went to a fucking. Every time Dan tweets about. Going to, I think he went to Smash this weekend, or it was like, I, I just get fucking amped 
because I'm like, fuck yeah, Dan's having a great time. And this, yeah. And he, I think he met, um, who did he fucking meet this weekend? Anyway, he took a bunch of pictures and looked like a fucking, he saw, a, oh, it was the, uh, the Kanuka, the Kanuka, the Canada versus U.S. Uh, smash wrestling thing and oh, it was it's the all women thing and it they had a cage match and it looked like it was fucking epic so. that's amazing and you got to see veda scott who was also on the list <laughs> god damn it so dan asks <laughs> are there any feuds or matches you've already seen that you'd like to see revisited uh, I thought about this for a little while. I like that question, but it's also going to be hard for me. And I think any feud involving the big show and Mark Henry <laughs> together, it's just, God, I, I need more of that. <laughs> and for me, they just made the list. <laughs> what happened to Kyle? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, any, anything I would like to see <coughs> revisited. Things that you didn't think closed out well, like I mean, for me, nobody that's like alive or could go right now, right? If I'm I'm thinking a little too far back. No, I that's fine. Fuck it. Let's hear it. Who do you think? I I mean, I, I really don't know. Actually, right. <laughs> by I mean, time, I, I like that Goldberg and Brock are gonna fight. I do, I, I mean, do like that. That's cool. That is revisiting a few. They need, for they sure. needed to redo. That's like nice. Like, hey, we're sorry about WrestleMania twenty. By the way, let's uh, redo this. Yeah, they fucking Brock better do business, or I will be fucking furious. Waste our time again. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting too because Goldberg was such a hard ass his last time in WWE that he might be a little more. I just want to. I just want to be there for the kids and have my have pal my son, around. Have my son see me wrestle and shit. You know what? I, I don't know if this. Uh, uh, you know, I do know um, because we didn't. I don't think we really got. It seemed to kind of fizzle out. I wouldn't have minded seeing the Usos and the Dudleys a little more. That would have been cool. The I new think, nasty Usos. They never really did. They they needed to do the TLC match. Which no, they should have. They didn't. Uh, no, uh, you know, regular regular good guy Usos. Usos. Even though I mean, like, I love fucking new nasty Usos. Yeah, they're they really are great. So good. So I think that's what I would maybe want to revisit. Just because it was there, and they didn't fucking do anything with it. Man, we should revisit. I want to revisit or finish. Yes. Whatever Condren. You, oh, the uh, the Kevin Condren. Oh, yeah, you know what? I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that needs to, that should be finished in Chikara. Revisit and finish, because that is just a cliffhanger, and it makes me grumpy. Well, I mean, when you... Yep. Well. Anyways. We, we won't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> Wendell, who I th- are you also going with Wendell tomorrow? Paolo and Holland, maybe Wendell too. My know. God, what a motley crew! Yeah, that what is. a yeah. Wendell, uh, what what have you learned about professional wrestling slash sports entertainment that you didn't know at the when we first started the show? Uh, has has it changed your initial view about storylines, performers, promotions? Uh, Wendell, I'm 33 years old. <laughs> I've been watching wrestling for 23 plus years. I'm very set in what my ways are wrestling wise. And I don't think, I think if anything, I've learned to be maybe a little more laid back when watching wrestling and not getting so fucking working yourself that's, into a, that's shoot. a good one not working Just myself enjoy into it. a shoot. try to enjoy it more yeah try to enjoy it more even though they make it very hard sometimes yeah 
yeah, I think that's that's, that's it. A, that's for a good me. one. I think I'll I'll I'll, I'll uh, second I'll, that. I'll notion. dovetail into that and say yes. Oh man, with those <laughs> one-liners, <laughs> Marianne, what have you learned? I feel like it's the exact like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what have you learned, Marianne? <laughs> oh god damn, I'm being judged because <laughs> I I feel like it's going from you who've been watching it for almost as long as I've been alive. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> to watching it for a very short amount of time i feel like when i first started you you start with obviously later in life but you start with a very weird judgment on based on what other people the way popular culture portrays it as in it's the most popular unpopular subculture but you look at it from you get to look at it from a bunch of different uh, performance aspects and appreciate it from a bunch of different angles yeah, And I think that's what makes me fall in love with it even more is the more I see it and the more I find out about the different per- per- the different things it takes and the performance and the hard work and stuff like that. It makes me appreciate it more and enjoy it more, if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I look at it from a weird behind the scenes kind of way as opposed to, yeah. Fucking Mark. God damn. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> not... <laughs> So I asked I'm Craig. I'm a performer again, Albert. Princess Margaret. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I asked my friend Craig. I said, Craig, because the hour difference between Australia and here is very... Obscene. It is very mighty. And I said, Craig, we're recording today. If you got anything, let me know. And he proceeded to send me one, two, three, four, five questions. And I was like, Cool. He's, I'm like, it's 100th episode. Let's fucking do it. So here we go. Craig, even if Billy Corgan is able to win his lawsuit and somehow gain control of Impact Wrestling, would he alone be financially viable to settle its debts and keep the company alive? Easy. Hell no. You don't think so? No. Just no. him? No, Billy no. Corgan money alone? What's he going to do? Sell the Smashing Pumpkins back catalog or something? like? Make another Zwan album. Put the <laughs> Zwan album on Spotify. There's no fucking way, but Billy yeah. Corgan wouldn't be doing it by himself anyway. He would have investors with him for sure. I think, I think yeah, at that point he would get some investors. And I feel like if he... If he ain't going to do that for fucking ECW, I mean, give me a break. Like, Yeah. Do you think that some of the investors would be other celebrities that enjoy wrestling? Is I that, think he that could that pull works? that off. Yeah, probably Jay Leno and Dennis Rodman, you know, Carl Malone. Yeah, I figure, I mean, you never know. I mean. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. <laughs> Dale, oh, Dale, oh. Dale Torberg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> only if we, I will only invest if we turn Rockstar Spud into the demon. <laughs> I mean, he, no, he ain't going to be able to do it by himself. No. For sure Agreed. not, No. Uh, is Mickey James really a good choice to face Oscar, or is it just pandering to nostalgia? I think it is. I think it's a it good, is what a good choice. I think yeah. it's a good choice. I mean, she um, can still fucking go. She can. Yeah. She can still rest. She can still. Yeah. She can still go. I saw a match with her earlier in the year at Chikara, and I was very surprised. It was a very good match. Mickey James just made the list too. By the way, you just made the list. I need to get a soundbite of Jericho. <laughs> Just so yeah. I can hit that, hit him saying that. I'll, it's I'll like get it. Like a staples it. button. That yes. was easy. But it just says you just. No, made it's a the good. List. She's like she is. Oscar's she's a name. Jushin Thunder Liger, like when he fought Tyler Breeze. Yes, like, same thing. I think this is good. I think it will bring more prestige to the women's championship. Absolutely. And if anything, it's a good segue into 
like, hey, remember when Mickey James wrestled Asuka? Well, now she's in the WWE Women's Classic. Ooh, there you go. Also, I think that like Mickey James is fucking tough. She, they will yeah, like, and Asuka, we all know Oscar loves to like just other. knock bitches out most yes. of the time. So I think they will fucking go at it. I she's think got it'll the experience to super handle it too. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Hardcore country. Damn it. Hardcore. Hardcore Holly. <laughs> I am very much enjoying sitting next to Kyle right now. Now, here we go. <laughs> this is a cruiserweight question. Me too. I'm enjoying sitting next to me as well. <laughs> is the relatively lukewarm response to the cruiserweights a sign that there is still a sizable or there's still not a sizable overlap between the people who watch the network and those who watch Raw? That's a fucking great question. Kyle, open floor. Well, yes. Yeah. And... I also think there's a bit of WWE doesn't know how to fucking do cruiserweights, and they never have. No. And they tried to do it back in, you know, in the mid to late 90s. Lightweight heavyweight division. Yeah, yeah, and they just didn't know how to do it. I don't know. Who, I would be surprised if Vince is in control of any portion. Actually, no, that's not true. I wouldn't be surprised at all if he was. But if he's, you know, leading a lot of that creative charge. Yeah. First of all, if we're just going talking like the cruiserweights as a part of of a television show and where they slot them in a television show, it's fucking awful. Like time slot, if they were if the cruiserweight division was like was its own entity, like at a TV, like a regular TV show, like you watch, you know, on ABC or whatever. Yeah, and you gave them like a ten thirty slot, like on a Wednesday or something like yes. that. And that, it, that That's like when terrible. you have them like. Two and a half hours in, right before the main event, or at the top of that's not good. They need to fucking high energy, kick it off some shows. Not all the time. You don't have to do it all the time, no. but better than fucking having Stephanie or Roman come out for three weeks in a row and doing that shit. So agreed. And also, I think a little bit that's hurt them is that they don't have the top cruiserweights. I mean, they don't have Kota Ibushi. They don't have Kota Ibushi. They don't have Zack Saber Jr. Even like just having like Trevor Lee. Yeah. Andrew Everett. Some other guys like that, you know, I think is really has hurt them a bit. I like, don't get me wrong, I like Brian Kendrick a lot. He's great. Yeah, he's great. TJP has uh, finally grown on me to where I don't loathe him as much anymore. (laughs) And uh, Dude, does he loathe them for the same reasons you do? Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, like, um, I mean, they have some good talent, but, Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's not enough. No, it's not. And I feel like they're a little late on it. They would have done this like two years ago. And also, I just think that they should have just left the Cruiserweight Classic as its own thing yeah. and made that a special thing that happens once a year instead of just, you know... Throwing it into like the deep end. Like, yeah, and just, yeah. Oh, okay, it's going to be on a fucking three-hour show every Monday making it entertaining, which is going to be super yeah, hard it's to not, do. Yeah, it's not polished, and then they chuck it into the big leagues with Raw, you know, and people are like, wow, what is this? This isn't shitty Roman Reigns. I think... I feel My like emotions. they did the best they could to promote it, but with what they had, with what and but I mean, man, Kota just missing Kota. If Kota Bushi was on Raw every week, that shit would be fucking hot fire to open up shows. Because I, I mean, let's be real: if Kota Bushi had signed with WWE, he'd be the light he or the light heavyweight. He'd be the cruiserweight champion right now. I agree. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. And where's fucking Tajiri? And where's that's uh, a great. Co- where is Tajiri? And I saw on a flyer soon that Super Crazy is going to be wrestling here in the Bay Area soon. Fucking sign Super Crazy. Dude, and Super Crazy is still fucking really good. good. Yeah. yeah, he wrestles in. I think he wrestled for Noah in Japan. 
just hanging out. So yeah, they I think they need to sign some more. They need some more vets. Like, do not get me wrong. I fucking love everyone that is involved in the cruiserweight division, even if that means I have to love Noam Dar. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Noam Dar sucks. I hate you guys so much. It's the Oasis thing. That's it. No, is he on your list? Is that why? Marianne? I <laughs> he love just him. made the list. <laughs> I. It's the Oasis puns. I'm sorry. It's just the my Oasis goodness. Thing. So I. I uh, yes, I think the answer is yes, Greg. Yes, sir. I think he nailed it right on the head. I there. forgot what the question was, and the answer is just yes. Cruiserweights lukewarm because people don't watch the network that much. <laughs> you just skipped every other word in the question. Excellent. Marianne agrees, and she loves no Dar. <laughs> no. Does a company really need to have ongoing storylines to be successful on a larger scale in the United States, or is there room for a dream match fight night style company like New Japan or AAW in the top tier? Kyle, what do you think? That's a good question. Craig brought the fucking thunder this week. Yeah. Um, Suck it, Holland. Wow. I think... <laughs> The thing is, I think with a company like WWE or TNA who are heavily story driven, yeah, is that uh, we're in the fucking golden years of TV, brother. Yeah, where shows like you know Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, I mean, just great storytelling is happening right now, and the fucking cookie cutter eighties and nineties Vince McMahon storyline bullshit isn't going to cut it anymore. Yeah. Even if you can just say, well, and then they go and like make an excuse saying like, well, we're a unique product and this is yeah. sports entertainment and blah, blah, blah. And they just make excuses. Why the, why the fucking storylines are that way. So I've said this before, I think on old TTRs, I would love to see like they have, well, first of all, just have, Vince like out of control but why don't you get like Brian Michael Bendis or like fucking comic book writers yeah. to like write an arc okay here's like a three month arc right like for three months of who you think I, mean, I remember when you said that that was yeah. such a good idea and give some creative control I mean like you know like Quentin Tarantino used to do like he would direct like a couple episodes of like CSI and shit like yeah. that it would keep it know? fresh yeah and it would be totally different I mean that's why, like, in the, pro you know, back in the day, WCW, WWE, and ECW was great because you have three different Minds. Minds. Working on it, yeah. And most people don't realize that, like, wrestling is uh, an art and a creative aspect. And it's like, like well, it's like, well, okay, the only movies we're going to see now are movies directed by Steven Spielberg. That's the only movies <laughs> yeah. that are going to be out in the theater. That's essentially what they're saying with wrestling for a, a big part of it. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, you they need to step up their creative game, basically, if they want to do that. And also, I the whole, it's hard to kind of put the um the fucking you know rabbit back in the hat or yeah. the fucking magic back in the box whatever you want to fucking call it with wrestling so to have them you know do a pure more of a pure fighting like, yeah, style fight one, I think thing. will be tough but I think you could do it but you would have to you'd still have to have storyline not as like driven as we are in WWE where everything's a storyline I mean I get but I also think like these two dudes hate each other because this happened is a storyline, right? Just very simple, yeah. down and dirty, basic. Very common with different indie promotion storylines, right? Yes. Yeah, like PWG, they have like maybe one storyline that they do a little bit of like here and there, right? Yeah. AIW does a lot of those. AIW does. AIW kind of does, but that's more recently. But I hear what you're saying, Craig, but I... Top tier. I. I mean, Ring of Honor when they were on. Uh, was it Axis? Yes. 
It was kind. Of, it was like that. I mean, it was like yeah. what he's describing. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's just more. You're just asking for more of an old school wrestling promotion, yeah, really. What it basically. Comes down to. Uh, last question: Do you think Vince has final call on both shows or just Raw? If not both shows, who do you think makes the call on SmackDown? And is that why it feels better? <laughs> mm-hmm. A show SmackDown. Uh, he's got final call on everything. I would assume he does. But it is strange that SmackDown does feel different, like way different. Um, and I would assume if anyone's making the calls on SmackDown, it would be our Lord and Savior, Paul. All hail. Trips. The trips. Marianne, what do you think? Do you think, do do you you think, think Vince Paul? is controlling everything? Or, Vince, is oh it, God, I, or is it Hornswoggle? Like the <laughs> His son. <laughs> Vince McMahon's son. The heir apparent to WWE. Hornswoggle. Yes. Coke Swoggle. <laughs> Marianne's laughing because she thought of a time that her and Hornswoggle were doing blow in a fucking middle school bathroom. Kyle, that was oh you. my god! At, at an indie show. <laughs> That's why she loves the indies so much. Kyle's wild imagination. Um, I was. I don't know. I liked. I like to say that Vince is completely senile, and that he'll say some things, and then people will do what he wants but twist it. Uh, he's totally in doing... Al Davis mode right now. Yeah, sure. he has been for a while. Like. I feel like Trips has just done so much good while still being Trips. I don't know still how to explain being it. Trips. Yeah, and I'm just glad that Dad Shane's back. Dad Shane. I think that makes it feel. But you know what? They need to Where, give him some creative fucking control. Where's Dad Shane been? I haven't seen. I On feel the like phone I with Daniel Bryan, can't you tell with backstage segment? <laughs> And yeah, I that's the that other thing about SmackDown is we don't have these long fucking segments with. Mick Foley and fucking the Stephanie, the Mickamita, <laughs> the Honky Tonk Man. The Honky Tonk Man was the Intercontinental <laughs> Champion. Ah, Santino Morella. Okay, Max. Got- Max has a question. Who? Max from Bola. Because mostly because he was like, "Thanks for the shout out on today's forthcoming podcast," and I was like, "Bro, I can't do a shout out unless you have a question." <laughs> and he said, "What's the next for insert wrestler here?" Wait, what? what? He said, "What's next for?" And then in brackets, insert wrestler here, like any random wrestler. And I, I went, did. I did want to do a thing where we try to figure out like a year later. So like next year, James Ellsworth, the pavement. Next question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What I what I had said uh, earlier though is when we were talking about tag teams and how SmackDown has a lot of tag teams. Oh yeah, you never. You said uh, you said we would get back to that, and then we never did. I thought we did. No. All right, go for it. Like, uh, say your piece with with the New Day being so strong as tag team whatever on Raw, and then they have like one or like one other group that they're really going against, and then SmackDown's fucking loaded that they can't even use all of their tag teams every week and stuff like that. Like, you feel like. There might even you could. They feel like there's an imbalance in tag yeah, teams. Yeah, could we like not a trade necessarily? Like, be like, here you can have like such and such tag well, teams. Give us Cesaro. So I think that they're going to the, have some trades coming up. The I rumor think. is, but Cesaro probably costs a lot of money if you think <laughs> about it. The rumor is that whoever wins the uh, most matches out of the Survivor Series matches is going to. It's either they get to pick three people from the show or they get to pick three and trade three. I'm not sure how it's going to work out. That's Cesaro, the rumor right now. He's going to be worth like so, two low, lower mid-carters and I a tag team. I sincerely <laughs> hope SmackDown wins and they get Cesaro 
away from Raw. He needs to go get away from he, there. He, and they need need to get Sami Zayn too. Oh, he my reminds me Lord. both yeah, of Sami them. Cesaro reminds me of like one of those like antique bargains you get at like a yard sale <laughs> and then you find out it's worth like a shit ton of money but like out of spite you won't sell it because you know other people want it. I think they need... <laughs> it has no sentimental value whatsoever but you know it's worth a lot and don't want to give it away. I think they need more faces on SmackDown so they can turn Dean heel. Yes. I think that would be good. Yeah, because it's so... Fuck, it's so hard. I need a nasty Dean. Yeah, we... I don't think... We we haven't gotten that yet. I mean, we've How how much would it change? It would change enough. Well, when the Shield first started, he was kind of like, you know... He was, of, they, he, were, I mean, they, I, they were heels. I mean, speaking of that, though, I love how Seth at the beginning of Raw was like going back to his old shield ways of just repeating everything Dean says and trying to make it his own. <laughs> I was like, he was one like Mr. Potato Head joke away from completely stealing a Dean promo on Monday. My goodness. Welcome back, Seth from the shield. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. But don't e- know. even then, the shield kind of teetered on being face and heel. Towards the end, end, yeah. I mean, to the beginning, they were fucking completely heels. Yeah, they were helping CM Punk. I don't even, I don't even see still how it would be much of a. From where he is now, go back and watch that shit. You'll see. Yeah, yeah, I will. I will get back to y'all next week. (laughs) You'll, you'll see. You'll see the difference. I mean, I don't know know if they were like full on heels, maybe more neutral because nobody knew what they were doing and they fucked up that storyline too. Yep, but yeah, because you, you always had feelings where it's like they're heels, but they're so fucking cool. Because he was doing, and he's still doing that now. Was he was? Yeah, Dean was doing most of the talking because he's great at that. So we got anything else? Um, Got anything else? No, I don't think so. I feel like there's you the, from the metric ton of questions you said that we would have. There is not a metric ton of questions. So I feel like a good amount. That was a, it. Was a good amount. That's that's. I'm episode, just full of it right now. That's episode 100. I would like to thank both of you for appearing on way too many episodes of this show. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> kind no problem. Sir. Thanks I, for letting me put stickers on your table. You're welcome. I would like to thank the person that. Uh, this would not be possible without, and that would be uh, Mr. Devin Donardo. Yeah. Um, so shout out to him, whatever he's doing right Double now. D. Yeah, we would not be to episode 100 if we did not have somewhere to start. Um, Where would we be without you, though? Aha. I don't know. I don't want to put myself over. Are you sure? You need a big brand, John. Everyone's a mark, brother. Everybody's a mark. Especially me, apparently. I want to thank all of our Patreons. Princess Marcus, Marianne. (laughs) I will shout out Chris by name. Don't make me change my Twitter name. Mm -hmm. I will shout out Chris by name because he's our newest (laughs) Patreon. I'll give you that information in a second. Uh, Shout out to all of the snarky marks who give us questions every week. Um, Except you, Holland. Except for you, Holland. (laughs) <laughs> shout out to Dan. Shout out to Dominic. Dan's the best. Oh, you hi, Dominic. Are, you guys are great. Shout out to Max, who I know listens, but he's just needy and wants people's attention. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> if you listen, thanks. Shout and out to King Kong Bundy. I know he's listening right now. King Kong Bundy, the the original one and the fake one. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, Kyle, for being here. Yes. You're welcome. And being significantly more entertaining than I am. Thank you to you this, you're welcome this as well. sticker on the table that's the Chanel, the Coco Chanel symbol, but made of donuts. I want to fucking do- I think I'm going to get you. donuts tomorrow. Fuck, guys. I want a donut. 
Okay. We've got some great stickers so, on there, So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Team Hate. You can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moon Salts. And you can follow Kyle on Twitter. At Kyle Hunt 0 Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Search Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. And uh, also subscribe to our NOTLG SoundCloud account where you'll just get this one and everything else. SoundCloud.com slash the NOTLG. Shout out to Finally North. They have been doing our music for quite a long time. And actually, another funny story. If you go back and listen to our older episodes when we first had music, Kyle and I were watching a... Was it a shoot-in? Breaking Kayfabe with um, Todd Gordon. Um, And they used the song that we used to use on TTR when we first started out. And it was very (laughs) trippy. That's so surreal. So shout out to Finally North. uh, SoundCloud.com slash Finally North or FinallyNorth.com. Head on over to NOTLG.Spreadshirt.com. And buy a shirt. Actually, also, uh, I hope Vince didn't stop listening. Shout out to Vince for buying shirts as well. Oh, why would he stop listening? Man? Because I didn't shout him out and I forgot. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Doesn't he also have a Yakety Cash shirt? He Bless does. your heart. Um, and the rest of you, little, too, I guess. Uh, well, just a little tidbit at the end here for you, Vince. Um, you might not have to wait too much longer for your new Yakety Cast episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> just going to let you... Let you know that. So notlg.spreadshirt.com and support TTR and all the other NOTLG podcasts. Become a Patreon. Patreon.com slash NOTLG. Donate like a dollar. Donate $2. Donate a billion dollars. Send John a box of donuts because apparently he yeah, wants one Yeah, fuck. Now. I'm going to get donuts tomorrow. Fuck it. You only YOLO once, as they say. So that's it for us this week. Join us for 101. That's weird. Um, That's really weird. So, uh, shall we do a little? Shall you? We don't, there's only one thing left to do. Kyle, so, you take the Kyle, if you will, ring the bell. <laughs> Stage in the United States. God damn it. Oh my god, John! Remember, remember when you promised us you weren't going to die? 100th episode, this was it, guys. Sorry. No more TTR after this. Uh, he's on the floor. That garage is pretty big. Yeah. <coughs> okay, let's try this again. Let me just make sure I'm okay. <laughs> Hardcore John. Damn it. Okay. Night of the Living Geek.